0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here
1: we go, here we go, here we go, this is it!
2: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow!
1: I am Sam Delaney, so what?
2: I almost went slightly Germanic there, I think. I might just try that. This is oh. top flight time machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. Und ich bin Sam Nifton Delaney. So what? so what? It's like the Beatles um, when the when the Beatles put out German language versions of their early hits. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Salibzig, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, fucking great. Mate, fucking out. What? I'm I'm going to see. Just reminded me uh, with this all this Beatles chat. Mm. I'm fucking going to see um, uh, a screening of the rooftop concert, which is obviously having a cinematic release mm-hmm. um, at various cinemas. Great, um, but afterwards mm. a Q and A in the flesh <laughs> with Glyn. Glyn, the sexy, sexy, uh, Glyn Johns, sexy, sexy sound engineer. Yeah, what? Glyn Johns, mate.
2: Hell, you realise yeah. he'll be a lot older now.
1: I've uh, I've been since I saw it and became quite obsessed with Glyn Johns and his sense of style <laughs> and just wonderful demeanour and, <laughs> yeah. and and sort of personality.
2: Being more Glyn. A,
1: just fell in love with Glyn. I obviously started YouTubing him extensively. <laughs> In order to see clips of him in the modern day, and I yeah. managed to see some because he, he did—he turned up at the premiere and all of that last right. last year, and and did some interviews. And he's still extremely cool. Oh Thank good. God,
2: that's good to know. Well, yeah. he's
1: not lost his hair. His hair yeah. is simply white, but he is still sexy in a sort of an older. Who would I compare? It? You know, like Terence Stamp. Oh, yeah. he's a Terrence Stamp type character now good do you know what I mean
2: well I mean he's continued to work ever since as a record producer so yeah decades and decades of that lifestyle and being able to dine out on the Beatles stories you know he's not going to be a man who is jittery or nervous like well, like he, John he, Chell he, like John Chell on Indoor League if you've been listening to the Indoor League Odyssey.
1: Yeah. yeah he's not he's not twitchy not that there's anything wrong with having a twitch I'm just no, saying not. he's not that. He, he's not got a twitch um yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that, mate. I can't That's wait a, to report is, back is, to you on that night is that,
2: out. IMAX is that, is it?
1: That is at my local media hub. Wow. The place where I... I mean, hopefully, Linica will be there, mate. Is it a subscriber-only event? Like uh, a member-only uh, no, thing? No, you know, you don't have to be a member, because it's got a cinema that you that right. anyone can go to. Okay. I think as a member, I got offered tickets like a day early or something like yeah.
2: that.
1: Really, um, But... There'll be all civilians there. In fact, talking about civilians. it's probably a mistake because now lots of people will sign up. What I'm hoping mm. is that local dignitaries, the likes of Gary Lineker, Alad Jones, and yeah. Simon LeBon will all yeah. show their faces.
2: Let's hope so. Is Titchmarsh around your wheel, have I imagined that? Nah. No. Yeah. Nah.
1: Nah. Fuck fuck off. <laughs>
2: have you ever seen have you ever seen Titchmarsh's Sunday morning show on ITV? No. It's really lit back. I mean, I only saw one episode recently, but it was, I don't know if they're all like this, but it was like in a wooden cabin oh. and he has like guests on and stuff. And there was one bit where they were they were all sampling some whiskey. Yeah. And there was another bit where he just went, um, he said something like, let's all just take a moment now. And then it cut away to like a 30, 40 second montage of loads of drone footage of the countryside and stuff.
1: Oh, that's quite nice. But it was just like a really
2: nice chilled out
1: <laughs> When you said when you started to describe this, I was getting ready to think ah well I ain't a lot of shit. And now like the more you're talking so about, I'm great, thinking I fucking have to set this to record on my skybox. <laughs> uh, it's
2: like um it's it's very partridge esque. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he's he's gone. I... Let's let's have I tell you what, let's let's think outside the box. Let's do something different. Let's just have a minute or so of just You know, reflection and contemplation. We'll have a look at the countryside, countryside, mate. But he's right Um, though. He's he's right. Drawn footage of the countryside is one of the greatest developments in television of the last fifty years, I think. Um,
1: I'm quite excited because Vita Modular, the creators (laughs) of my Pod Shed,
2: yeah, from which um, you're broadcasting right now, yeah,
1: from which I'm broadcasting right now. They are they want to do a case study of you know building this for me,
2: right? Yeah, right.
1: And I'm like, yeah, fine. And they are sending a drone photographer to my home. Whoa. A drone uh, videographer, I suppose what you call hell? it. So this there's going to be a fucking drone flying over my house, filming my office while well, I podcast in f- it, mate. These
2: fellas don't fuck about, do they? At Vita Modular. I could even
1: make it so the drone comes down from really high, mm. slowly comes down, approaches the pod shed, mm-hmm. comes around it, And then observes
2: me, podding
1: with you, and then comes through the window. I'll leave a gap of space for it. It comes through the door Mm. and zooms right up to us while Mm -hmm. we're podding. And then I turn around and you you turn to it and we both give it the thumbs up. It'll go, all right, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I tell you what I might do. If they can pull off something like that, I might ask them, make part of the deal that they uh, allow us to use some of that footage for our own purposes. Our own marketing purposes.
2: Yeah, that's incredible stuff, um, yeah. Uh, well, it, it'll be able to see me on your phone, won't it? And I'll be able to yeah, see it. That's
1: what I'm saying. Fucking you can give it yeah. the thumbs up to the camera or the V's, whatever you want, mate. Yeah. You can show it your ass.
2: See what it'll it. do. Stick want. that on Drones. your
1: website, via
2: Modular. Drones don't have feelings. <laughs> do <don't> I want to it. <laughs> Fucking results, but I'll We getting jealous. Stick this in your <laughs> case study, cunts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, better not say that. That might might upset them. Um,
2: oh, we're in so, the thrall of v- Vita Modular now, are we? Have they got control over our content?
1: Well, I, I no, it's not that. It's just that I don't want to call approval. them cunts. I don't want to call them cunts. That sort of no. seems no, like I mean, a No, they're not, are they? No, they're not. They're great, Life they're great savers,
2: people. Game changers. Um,
1: they're game changers. In, not just for me, but in the whole, the whole field of garden rooms.
2: The whole gamut. Is it yeah. the gamut?
1: believe it is mate um, I went on Alan Titchmarsh's daytime chat show once I think it was chatter chat chat with Alan Titchmarsh PM chat time and they said come on Um, and what they wanted to talk about was some celebrity I can't remember who had turned down a knighthood or an OBE like they do from time to time and then they like to make it public Mm -hmm. I've turned it down because I don't believe in elitism But I was offered it
2: because I'm special.
1: (laughs) By the way, I'm having
2: my cake and eating it. Thank you very much.
1: That's exactly what I'd do.
2: Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've got my playbook lined up for my OBE, should it ever arrive. And of course, I would have my cake and eat it. I'm not going to turn it down but keep that to myself. I'm going to make a big statement about my feelings on the monarchy. <laughs> I'm mean, going to make people. sure that everyone knows that the Queen thought
2: I was worthy. <laughs> the Queen. Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, I went on it and it, they said, right, someone's turned down the thing. So we want you to come on and debate it. Yeah. Um, and they, they had me down. They said, that cunt writes in The Guardian. it will be fucking full of all his bleeding art liberal Lefty bullshit. Shit. Yeah, if he's full of shit, that bloke, get him in and he'll be all like, I hate the coin. Right. And um, they were right. Of course, I had all of those, all the prejudices they expected of me. Uh, and- but
2: he's also a cockley. So maybe he's a forelock tugger We can't and the, be sure. They usually love the queen. <laughs> <laughs> they usually get all dewy eyed about
1: her. God <laughs> oh, bless her. No, that's the old queen mum. She was different.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: She yeah. went down in the underground when the bombs were raining down and played the spoons <laughs> to entertain us all. Um, she stuffed she... <laughs>
2: ferrets down her trousers. Fighting. Oh
1: shit! God bless her. She was a lot of fun. She was so down to earth. She would come down there with the ferrets and she would run them up and down her trousers. She wore trousers, which a lot of women didn't do back in them days. But she <laughs> was in. down to earth like that. <laughs>
2: it was a wall, she, you see. You did what you had to down, do. She'd, boi-
1: she'd come down with a big pot of, of water and she'd boil it up. Right? She but she'd build a fire. She'd boil it up down in the Bethnal Green tube station and then she'd boil an onion for all the children. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then she'd have the ferrets fighting in her trousers, and she'd take bets on it. It was wonderful.
1: <laughs> it was lovely. And being a quick, she'd have her butlers actually bring down a piano down into the down into the underground station, and she'd play it, play all her favourites. Um, no, anyway, I went on the show, and I was debating against um, the wonderful broadcaster Joe Good, who um, not everyone will know, but those who live in london do because she had a great show on bbc london for years and she was i mean i'm a big fan of hers but she was quite pro the whole honest thing she all was right. a bit coming from the thing of i think it's great isn't it great you know yeah. i think it's great all these bi-. and i was like no nah, it's not just shut up it's awful and um <laughs> anyway that was that it was a sort of a load of right old bollocks as you'd imagine and at the end of it this is how Alan, Alan Titchmarsh um, sort of concluded the whole thing. He goes, thank you both for a lively debate. And then he turns to the camera and he went, and I'd just like to say I had the great honour of being offered the MBE back in whenever it was, 2001. <laughs> and I'm proud to say I accepted. <laughs> now, on to our next item. I was sat there uh, seething, uh, you can't. You <laughs> fucking done me, up, me there. <laughs> you fucking set me up. You can You fried me right under the fucking bus. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm being very even-handed about the way in which I'm moderating this debate, but the cop cockney's a prick. I've got if an you... MBE, and he's just bitter that he'll never get one.
2: <laughs> if you've... Uh found Sam to be an objectionable cunt over the last ten minutes. Don't write in. Don't write in. It's not worth it. We're well above that kind of thing on here, on this show. The fact that but he'll no, never get... An, me. A, the fact that he'll never get an honour is punishment enough, I think you'll find.
1: He is riddled with bitterness. Look at his face. We all know. Just let that be enough. We all know who he is and what he is. Now... Onto cookery corner. No. Ainsley's here with some <laughs> summer salad ideas.
2: Now let's have let's have forty seconds of footage of some kittens, <laughs> so we can all forget about this disgraceful animal,
1: <laughs> Sandra, going by the name of Sandra <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: so I only, I only watched it once, and there was uh, God, I forgot who the guests were, um, but it was all very genial and very very Sunday morning. It's kind of like. Mm. Um, What's the thing called that Tim Lovejoy does?
1: There's oh yeah, the Sunday Kitchen, Kitchen or, whatever or it's Sunday called. brunch Su- or something. Sunday
2: brunch. It's like that, but dialed right down on a really La- low flame. La- uh, I think it's called Lads Cookabout. Yeah, yeah. I prefer I prefer the Tish Marshall one, but uh, yeah, yeah, a bit more general. He's a minute of just some countryside footage. Just you know, was Just
1: the show that was in like the the seventies or eighties or whatever, and there was just an old man. And he'd just, like, wander through the countryside and then put about um, in his shed.
2: That was Jack Hargreaves with Out of Town. Yeah. yeah. He had a pipe and a beard.
1: Now, I don't remember that at the time, but someone, possibly you, or it might have been you and someone else, sort of brought it up a few years ago. And so once you start watching that on YouTube, it's really hard to stop. I'm feeling, I'm feeling so... the dive
2: coming on, Sam. I'm feeling the dive oh, coming on.
1: I would love to dive that. It's so lovely lovely's the only word yeah. I can think of it's so gentle and, and lovely and you just want to be that's the life that I want is the one the that beard. he's leading
2: he's got the beard he's got a pipe he's wearing one of those courts that's got fishing hooks in it
1: <laughs> yeah you know course. Right? I'm of course I'll fucking get one then actually didn't um, what's his name in Mash always wear one of those as well didn't he who um, Alan Alder Hawkeye. he usually had a jacket Did with fish, fishing hooks in it yeah
2: Did it? I don't remember but out of of ten Jack Hargreaves is also I don't know if you remember this might have been slightly before your time there was a children's ITV show called How oh yeah I remember How taught you how to do stuff and the opening credits were brilliant because it was um, Native Americans as they call them now back then they were called Red Indians, and it yeah. was uh, that was what it was based on, and it was kind of like tribal drums going, How? Yeah, a yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. bit racist, just <laughs> he
1: apparam-
2: Yeah, uh, very much of its time, but uh, yeah, he was on that as well, Jack Hargraves. So, um, well, um and I- an out of town yep. deep dive feels fit- like a good he's thing. He's a
1: gentleman of honour, I might even do a, write something, or maybe you, will. one Russell write something for the turbo. Um, yeah. For the turbo counters uh, on on that, uh, but a deep dive would be well worth it. He feels like a big human of honor, and yeah, what a life! And and I I don't doubt that Titchmarsh would have been inspired by him with that drone. Oh yeah, yeah. With that and, little drone why sequence, not? why not? Yeah. Everything sickle-
2: everything comes around again, doesn't it?
1: That, that that's the thing about him is that he was never doing anything. I mean, to be honest. Bob's program with Paul Whitehouse owes quite a lot to it as well because yeah. it's the atmosphere of someone doing something but nothing,
2: yeah, yeah, but taking
1: great pleasure in it and a, and, a, and a beautifully ponderous pace. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But that th- feels like almost like being in a warm bath.
2: Yeah, well, that's what I was going to mention when I was talking about drone footage of the countryside mm. being one of the great, you know, advances in television. That's the perfect example of it. Some of the footage yeah. in that when they're not arsing about and. Drinking beer and eating making potatoes out of tins yeah. is just—it's um, the highlight of the show. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Harsh, but I see what you're getting at. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, do you want to hear another event that, of, of note that happened this week? I had to do a, an online speed awareness course.
2: Online, oh, of course because everything's online now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did it. I did it yesterday. I did it on Wednesday, and um, so were it you was in a Zoom me? room
2: with like loads of other recidivists. Yeah
1: yeah yeah but you can't (laughs) you can't switch off your camera because he has to be able to see you there
2: oh of course yeah i
1: tell you the geezer was a top bloke right and at the end he goes to us so what did you what surprised you today and then he catches you right to make sure you're paying attention because he'll always ask questions but he'll be looking at he's got all of you in front of him and he powerful. tried to surprise me about that one. Because I was doodling away. Because, you know, mm. I'll admit that my, you know, that my attention did sort of, for once in a while, kind of slack off. It mm. would, I mean, mate, it was from 12 through till 2.45.
2: Yeah, it's not meant to be easy, though. I've been, I've It's not two to of these easy. things and in you, the past. And
1: you do, I've said before, you do learn quite a lot. And, yeah. you know, it, it is worthwhile. You know, you don't want to do it, but it's worthwhile. But he was superb but I fucking I played a blinder mate because at the end he's given it well first of all there was a geezer I took there was a couple of girls who I was women I should say who I was attracted to Okay. and that passed the time a little bit right
2: and the fact the fact that they uh, enjoy speeding also adds an extra frisson
1: oh, that attracts me to a woman <laughs> Ah, uh, like the thing is, my wife—I've been with her for years. She's lovely. She—I can't fault her, but she is a cautious driver. She if will not
2: one, break the law at all.
1: I, I, if I've got one criticism, and it's only a small criticism, it—she is cautious. She will always stay within the uh, the speed limit. And sometimes I just lie in bed at night and I just <laughs> think of like just one, just maybe just a one night with a woman who was willing to like go go, go. thirty two in a twenty zone
2: go 37 at night in a 30 zone just oh. just that, that sensation you get as you know the car's getting a little bit faster just too fast slightly dangerously fast <laughs> just a and little you, bit fast you, you take a look over at the speedometer and she's hitting 37 you think oh oh
1: but she doesn't in care here. and you're thinking does she know has she lost has she just not paying attention Or does she fucking know? She she,
2: knows. Is she going to pull over in a minute? Let me have her in the fucking side of the road. That's what it feels (laughs) like.
1: Or is she going to start wanking me off with her her gear hand? (laughs) Whilst going at 37 miles per hour. 37 miles per hour wank off. The stuff (laughs) of dreams.
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
0: Jalapeño.
1: So I, I quite like the, the speeding ladies, the ladies of speed. Yeah. And then there was one geezer who I took against. First of there all, because is. he was, I was here in my... In my Podrick, right, mm-hmm. and he was on his bed, and he wasn't. He, he was. He was in the sort of was position he, that Michael he Jackson.
2: Down. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, and he was assuming the position of Michael Jackson on the cover of Thriller. You know, when you pop the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a tiger with him, but but you know, like that sort of stance is the Thriller cover stance, right? And I'm yeah. thinking, mate, show some fucking respect, right? We've all broken the law, and we're all here to repent. Right, fucking sit up straight. So that fucked me off. And then he's gone round. The geezer was in Nottingham, the teacher, great guy. And he's gone round and said, right, tell us where you're from. And this geezer, a lot of, a lot of the people were from London. And this geezer's gone. Um, London. But he said it a bit too proudly, right? Mm. So that, I don't know why it antagonised me, like he thought it was something special. <laughs> I'd already said... My name is Sam I'm from London. It's not a big deal. That's just where I am. Whatever, let's move on. He's like, ah, I can't remember his name. Let's let's call him Paul. Ah, Paul, I'm from London. Oi! It was a bit like, oi, oi! Like (laughs) that, right? And I was like, prick. And then the instructor said, do any of you Londoners follow football? And I've just gone... He's trying to introduce banter early doors. Yeah. I think it's always a mistake to bring up football in almost any scenario. Of
2: course, right? yeah. It's strange. You don't know just what's going Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but I could see what the instructor was trying to do. He's a good bloke, so I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And I just went, "Yeah, you know." And a few other people sort of murmured, "Yeah." And he went, "This geezer, fucking Michael Jackson thriller, gives it like this." Yes, I am. And I thought, uh-huh. "Oh, fucking hell." He's a cunt. I'm thinking semi. I'm thinking Millwall. Millwall, right? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. But then I'm thinking, I don't know. Millwall are more stealthy than that, mm. right? Then I'm thinking, oh, God. Spurs. Yeah, it's like Spurs sort of thing, <laughs> right? Because Millwall have got, I wouldn't say they've got class, but they, you know, they they're stealthy operators. We know that, right? Mm. There's currently an amber warning of Millwall in in the capital. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah, there's expanded not just Millwall, capital, the whole of the south-east. Yeah. Apparently, Millwall are operating on coastal roads.
2: Advanced activities. In... Yeah,
1: yeah. So watch out for that tomorrow. Uh, thanks for the Met Office for giving us that warning. Uh, so I never found out who he supported, right? But the geezer the geezer in Nottingham did say, "Any of you support Arsenal?" And he went, "No way!" And I thought, "Fucking Tottenham, <laughs> Spurs. right?" Yeah. And uh and it was the geezer was a forest fan and just wanted to have a dig if there was any gooners there that, oh, that right, not yeah. smiles that which I thought was a fool's errand, but he thought it was an icebreaker. Mm. Um I didn't like that guy. But uh at the end when the instructor said, Right, what have you learnt from today and what has surprised you? Sam thinking he's caught me. So I've suddenly gone and I thought, think on your feet. This is what you do, Delaney, you've been trained for this. Yeah. Right. You're the only one here who's a professional broadcaster. Right. As far as you can gather. I've been on Radio 4. You're not going to catch me out. I've been on the Alan Titchmarsh show. This is meat and drink to the likes of me. I'm not going to get caught out on a speed awareness over Zoom. I've been I've been aiding the big leagues with Titchmarsh. I used to do the
2: charts on Channel 5 on a Sunday morning. <laughs> You'll have to get up earlier than that to catch me out.
1: Do you know what I said? Oh, God. i tell you what surprised me most, Paul. <laughs> I said, What surprised me most is how engaging and interesting that you, as an instructor, have managed to make this last three hours.
2: Christ. Bang! Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. you goodbye. Fell for Lock it. off. H- he fucking fell for it. like I was like, next question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> One-nil Delaney. <laughs> Pointing to the palm of your own hand. That's you there now, Paul. That's you. Right there. Dancing. That's all you cons, Including that fucking
1: Spurs fan. He's gone quiet. Not fucking surprised. Because I fucking got him there in the palm of my hand. <laughs> and you speedy ladies. Yeah, that's right. You're gagging for it now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, aren't you? Do you see what a velvet fucking tongue I've got?
2: when do I get my me medal
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking fell for it do you know what he said I what thought he said? he'd take the piss because I said it a bit tongue in cheek and he went yeah. he didn't take it that way at all he just went thanks Sam that means a lot but I'd just like to say it's you guys who make this course special I don't <laughs> oh! know what he meant by that oh! I don't know what he meant by that because we'd all just been fucking sat there picking our noses to be honest but oh, you anyway know what? it showed he, that he'd fallen for it
2: he's power you there I think I think, he's uh, I think he has, yeah.
1: Maybe I was, but to be honest, he might have done. But I was buzzing so much <laughs> with what I'd <I've> done <laughs> that I didn't care. I was just like, "Fucking god, Delaney, you still uh, got it."
2: <laughs> there's, f- there's fewer finer feelings in life than the realization that a speed awareness course is just about to end. Oh, it
1: was lovely. <laughs> we're finished.
2: We're finished. or oh, that they were. Where they, they, sometimes I, I think both the times I did it, they, they said. Uh, it was due to do three hours and it was like two and a half two hours 40 and I like, right we're going to wrap it up now and he just said yes I've just won 20 minutes yeah
1: yeah yeah when they get bored it's um it's very often they're just like fuck this I want a cup of tea and I want to go for a piss
2: was there any I way- wrote
1: down while I was going along I wrote down just any phrase or word um that that stuck out to me Talking okay. <laughs> right To amuse myself, I thought, I started thinking, oh, well, I'll be doing a top flight time machine tomorrow. So what I'll start doing is playing a little game where I just write down any word or phrase that entertains me.
2: Well, can I put some nice Alan Titchmarsh-type countryside scenery music under it? And if you want to read the list out nice and slowly and clearly, go for
1: it. Some are words and some are phrases. All right? right,
2: just slowly work your way through the list, please, Sam.
1: Chicane, Whoa. pinch point. Oh, here's a phrase for you. There is a lot of confusion around the definition of a dual carriageway.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: Street lights. This and this is the number one piece of information that everyone takes away from a speed awareness course, in my opinion. Yeah. If you see streetlights, it means it's a 30 miles per hour zone. It really is as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need to know, unless there is a sign saying otherwise. Saying otherwise, yeah. Streetlights, go 30. 30. That's all you need. Um, Dual carriageway, the definition that the instructor gave was, it has to have what in the middle, Andy? It has to have Uh, uh, barriers.
2: uh, uh, Yeah. Turn it into
1: two separate roads no matter how many lanes or what directions the traffic are going in, it has to be a barrier yeah he was very very adamant about that what's the
2: speed limit on a dual carriageway
1: Um, I've forgotten I think it's uh, 60
2: national speed limit isn't it 60 in a single lane and 70 in a, a double lane
1: think um here's my favorite thing that happened oh here's a good phrase about tailgaters don't let them wind you up you look after you yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: that's when it that's when i started to think this guy is more than just a speed awareness instructor there's something he's a philosopher he's a deep thinker he's like a guru so you because a lot of the shit he was saying really tallied with the sort of shit that you hear when you go to AA meetings. Yeah. I'm not joking. Like Because a lot of it, he was getting more into spirituality. Because yeah, yeah. he was trying to look at the psychological reasons why we speed. Mm. And so much of it is because of the pressure we feel. The pressure we feel in modern life wanting mm. to get somewhere on time, wanting to get somewhere early, feeling that, always feeling that like we're slightly behind, but also yeah. the pressure of other people. So particularly in London, there's loads of 20-mile-per-hour zones, right? But when you drive at 20 miles per hour, Andy, which you mm. do have to do mostly around London, right, it feels fucking super slow. So someone comes right up your ass, and you do often think, yeah, I'm not surprised he's up my ass." I feel like I'm barely moving. So then you put your mm. foot down, you maybe go up to 25. Right, and at that point you get flash. Next thing you know, you're in a fucking speed awareness course. So he's saying he's telling us more spiritual ways to sort of rise above being pressured into speeding.
2: So when when someone when someone tailgates you, are you not meant to like drop down to fifteen mile an hour then just to fuck them off?
1: (laughs) That's not official guidance. That's
2: that's what I generally do.
1: Right. (laughs) <laughs> he uh, he in a hurry just says, are you a bit All right, then. He, he was just like you I'll look say about after that you. but one of the best things that happened was he went and I thought this is a great top flight time machine item right because yeah. he said what was it like As some of you look around my age what was it like driving in the 80s how did you know how to get somewhere before yeah. sat nav in the 80s and someone went a to Z. He went. That's right. A to Z. What else? And someone goes. Uh, well, you could have an atlas. Yeah, that's right. Atlas. What else? And someone else goes. Um, pulling over and asking someone. Right. <laughs> At which point, I, I'd been sitting there quite bored. I fucking burst out laughing, <laughs> which got a few weird responses. <laughs> because I just thought he went oh that's tickled you that hasn't it Sam and I went yeah because I said pulling over and asking someone is something that I've forgotten about (laughs) but it used to be a part of everyday life didn't it anyway yeah that's right Sam it
2: did can you tell me the wit of the museum yeah "Uh,
1: I know exactly and I almost went into uh, you know I sort of forgot I'm sitting in the same chair that I record top flight with you and I suddenly almost hijacked the fucking speed awareness oh. course. Because I was like, yeah, it's was mad, wasn't it? When you just pull over and you start talking to a stranger. And then, like, next thing you know, you're having some wild conversation. And and the other thing is, you never actually listened to what they were, the directions they were giving you. And then I thought, no one's here to listen to me fucking riff <laughs> do about you remember, pulling over. Do you remember the 1980s? <laughs> Anyone remember Spangles?
2: <laughs> While we're at it. Uh, do you just, remember Game for a Laugh? With Jeremy Bede, i Matthew Kelly, it was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen, though, on BBC <coughs> Three, um, there's a thing called Zen Motoring, and mm. it's a fella who's a, a battle rapper, and he just drives yeah. around in his car in London and yeah. comes across scenarios and people, but he's really, really chilled out. He's a proper chilled out driver. And each episode's only about 15 minutes long. Does so he do any rapping? He's done a bit of rapping in the one I saw, yeah. Have a look at it. It's good. Send water in. BBC Three. I
1: But um I remembered one particular story of pulling over and asking someone. We'd gone... When I was about 18, we did one of those things where, like, about fucking six people or seven people crammed into a Volkswagen Polo to mm-hmm. drive to Norwich away, to Carrow Road, right? Mm-hmm. And the classic away day where the driver's sober and really grumpy by the time we hit yeah. Norwich. Yeah. And the rest of us are fucking blotto and just acting like cunts and of course we're lost somewhere in Norwich can't find the fucking ground because it's 1993 right yeah and we said pull over and ask him Pull over and ask him and we pulled over on a sort of a residential street wound down the window and my mate who was sober and perfectly polite just stuck his head out said excuse me mate can you point us in the right direction for Carrow Road and the bloke fucking sprinted off yeah. like it was. A, there was a cloud of dust it was fucking amazing we've never forgotten about it. we all still wow. talk about it to this day we never know what it did there was no it wasn't like as we pulled over everyone was singing blah blah blah, blah, blah. I guess he must have just been the jittery type
2: he must have been spooked we did a weird day at Burnley once and we got to the kind of outskirts of Burnley and the, the, hmm. we'd, we'd, we'd I had a minibus, and the driver had gone round the houses, and we were late, and it was like twenty to three, and we got to the outskirts yeah. of Burnley, and there's like uh, a couple of police cars parked on the roundabout, and um, the driver uh, pulled the driver over, and um, he asked the mate what the which direction the ground was in, and they went, oh, "I will give you a police escort, lads." So they did. Wow! Got the lights wow. on. We got a police escort through no. through the streets of Burnley. To get to the ground Fucking for the kick off kickoff.
1: Yeah. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they thought that you were looking for trouble and they thought it was the best way to to stop yeah, you. Yeah, just escort on the street of the station. Lock us up That's
2: straight away. true. Yeah.
1: That is probably true. But amazing. Hey, I've never had a police escort. I'd love one.
2: Let's do some predictions. Okay. Before we go, um, Aston Villa versus Watford. What do you reckon? <clears throat> uh, I'm
1: going to say 2 1 Villa.
2: 2 1 to Villa. I'm going to say 2 0 to Villa. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. Uh, I think this will be uh, a win for Chelsea by two goals to nil.
1: I'm going to say a win for Chelsea by one goal to nil.
2: One goal to nil. West Ham versus Newcastle United.
1: West Ham two, Newcastle one.
2: Um I'm gonna replicate that, yeah. Two one to West Ham, I think.
1: Newcastle are missing their uh, superhero Kieran Trippier, Kieran Trippier, who has Trippier, yeah. broken his foot.
2: Oh dear me. Uh Sunderland versus MK Dons. Um I think this is gonna be two one to Sunderland.
1: Um I'll say 1-0 one 1-1
2: one, one. and finally Blackburn Rovers versus Millwall who are on yellow alert at the moment let's remember
1: they are yeah so their fans are going to be very distracted because they're apparently they're, they're as far as coastal roads on Cornwall now
2: yeah
1: no one knows what they're planning but well, they're planning they, they've something
2: they said there probably will be structural damage yes
1: so. <laughs> yeah so just take out appropriate clothing I suppose in um, yeah uh I'm fully covered for Millwall. I, do, I pay the extra on all of my premiums. It's worth it, isn't
2: it? You're part of the. World. Can go I get to... Millwall
1: cover on that? Yeah. That, yeah. An extra fifty. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Um,
2: <laughs> the excess is higher as well, isn't it, on Millwall? It,
1: it, yeah. 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 Big excess. Um, I would say that's going to be two nil. Blackburn are flying high.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I'll go one nil Blackburn. There we go. That's the predictions. That's the podcast. It's the weekend next. Enjoy it. We'll be back with more soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.